Hey, and welcome back to Get Outside with Kids, the podcast where we are hopefully inspiring you and your family to spend more time outside. Except, Kate, what if you can't spend more time outside? We realize we've had this request come in from a few of our listeners uh, because sometimes, despite your best efforts, the weather or the situation is just against you and you actually can't get outside for a period of time. What do we have to do then? Some of the re- you might be thinking, why couldn't you possibly go outside? Maybe in some parts of the world, you can go outside all the time. But here in Canada, here are some reasons why you can't go outside at certain times. One, air quality is really bad from forest fires. This is unfortunately a reality lots of people in BC are living with. Two, it might be really, really hot. Three, it might be really, really cold. We're talking like minus 40. There might be four. There might be an atmospheric river, which is a name for an insane amount of rain where you kid, your kid would basically be knocked off their little bike if you put them out in the rain. There are these situations where you have to make do with being inside. And this isn't the kind of one where we can do like the open up the garage and, and have like a mini play in the garage with the doors open. I mean, that is something we've done before, but we're assuming that for some reason, the air, the weather, the situation is such that you can't really be outside. Your kids can't be running around outside. They can't be in a garden or in a patio or anything like that. And we wanted to first, I think firstly, Jen, I want to acknowledge that this is a pretty terrible situation. Um, if you're going through this right now, we have so much empathy for you because having not having the option to go outside with your kids is bananas. Um, and I know it drives me bananas as well. And certainly in certain parts of Canada, this is more common than other parts of Canada. Of course, thinking about anybody living more northern where they are, extreme cold obviously is a large factor, a large part of the year. Um, there's been wildfires in a number of parts of Canada this year, not just BC, but we know Ontario suffered big wildfires earlier uh, this summer for uh, more wildfires than certainly than usual for that area. Um, and it's something that's happening more and more. We're often seeing the combination now of wildfires plus an atmospheric river later on in the fall. And we had some pretty bad floods here a year ago. So, you know, we're pretty spunky here. I mean, you've heard Kate and I talk about like, just suck it up and get on a muddy buddy and get out the door. Uh, but this is the time where like no amount of muddy buddy can save you. And it might actually not be safe in your area to go outside due to some of these conditions. So you really are stuck inside for the day. Uh, so let's break down. You've got a kid or a couple of kids under the ages of seven, let's say, and you're stuck inside for the day. What's the first thing we can do to make the day a little bit more bearable? Great question, Jen, because I actually don't think I would have thought of what you had suggested when we put together the thoughts for this list. I basically am like a loose cannon in my house, jumping from one activity to another. And your suggestion to make a schedule with your kids is an amazing one. Tell us how it works in your family. So- I think in my mind, and certainly my husband's mind, on a day when we have to be inside, it sounds like a great idea to be like super casual and we'll all just be in pajamas till whenever. The reality is children kind of, at least my children I can speak for, they kind of self-destruct after a certain point if we just kind of leave them to their own devices. And then my house is also self-destructed as well. So on days (laughs) when we really are stuck inside, I've kind of been like, let's make a schedule of things we want to do. My children are now four and six. So, you know, we can kind of talk about what we want to be on the schedule, but more for me, I know I need a schedule to keep things moving 
on track on a certain pace to keep the day on track. So by the end of the day, you wrote down the word insanity. Uh, we don't have insanity be part of the day, but we kind of just keep the pace of the day moving along the same, even though we're not going to be going outside as part of that schedule. I love that idea. The other things that we like to do, um, we are trying to get out of the house if we can. Um, Having described some of the conditions why you might not be able to go outside, sometimes you can't actually leave the house. Perhaps you got snowed in. Perhaps there's an ice storm and you can't drive on the roads. We're talking about if you can and if it's safe to do that. We love to try and take our kids to active places. So if there is a pool or a rec center near you with an aquatic center, where there's an indoor pool. We absolutely love those activities on these kind of days. Jen and I have both started taking our kids to the climbing gym and they love it. Um, And, you know, firstly, watching my little four-year-old rock climbing, I'm like, she looks like Alex Honnold. She's got like this perfect technique that is just so natural to them. And I'm so jealous because when I get on there, I look like a sack of potatoes hanging on by a piece of string and I'm like failing and shaking. Whereas our kids are like so fluid and amazing. Anyway, climbing gym is awesome if you can take your kids there. The other thing that we have around us, the great rec center and some, I, I, it's a really good point Jen pointed out when we were putting this list together. They have drop-in classes um, and they have drop-in activities as well. I often think, oh, but I didn't sign up. Uh, six months ago for this activity, but they do have drop-in things that you can go and you don't need a booking for. So, you can get your kid active indoors, getting indoors with your kids. And for me, again, coming back to that schedule piece is I always try and pick one active activity for the morning, just kind of based on the schedule that we're used to having as a family with littler ones. Uh, For me, on that schedule, it's kind of that like 10 to 11 a.m. If we're not out of the house by then, things just start to go a little haywire. So we try and do something active in the morning. Um, and then, okay, now you've got this long afternoon stretch ahead of you, which sometimes is the hardest part. And it might depend if your kids are still in the napping phase or not in the napping phase, or you've got a mix of both of those things. But if you've got some time to kill in the afternoon, um, then we try and do something a little bit more passive. So not another active activity, but something a little bit quieter. Um, and Kate pointed out one of, actually used to be my favorite one too, we're thinking back to COVID times and we were trying to get out and just go to a somewhere is go to a drive-through and just get takeout. This could be good old Tim Hortons. If you're our Canadian listeners here, Tim Hortons, it's cheap and friendly. You can buy your kids a Timbit for, you know, that's all you need to buy. But it's just somewhere again, providing it's safe to drive somewhere. Get yourself a nice cup of coffee, get your kids a little treat and, and maybe go to the Tim Hortons like a little bit farther away from your house to so just to kind of extend the drive somewhere. Yeah, maybe it's like a 10-minute drive from you, 10 minutes killed of the day. And then you can maybe pull over in the car park if you need to have the air conditioning going because it's hot. Maybe you do that for a few minutes and then you come home again. We have also kind of extended that out to having picnics in the car. <laughs> Just like, Why not? Why not? The saddest thing I can say, and if you, I hope, I hope this isn't the first episode you ever listened to of our podcast listeners, because we don't normally advocate for having picnics in cars, but sometimes there's a real need for that, as we've described. And so you might combine a few of these ideas. You might do a passive activity like going to the library. Uh, getting out some books for the afternoon with your kids. And then maybe on the way home, you go through a drive through you have a little picnic in the car and bam, you've killed, maybe you've killed an hour, could be half an hour and a half. And you maybe have gotten a little bit of caffeine as well, which is probably going to help uh, as your house, as Jen describes it, self-destructs around you. 
Yeah, I think the biggest thing for me with those days indoors, I mean, we try and do this on a regular basis, is just making sure that there's a little bit of structure to the activity so my children actually clean them up in between. I'm a little <laughs> bit, I feel like, I, I get that sense of overwhelm when we're really cooped up all day. And we've had many days like that where, you know, the kids dump out the Lego and then they're done with the Lego. So they dump out the trains, they're done with the trains, and then they want to get out the art box. So we've dumped out the art box. There's glitter on my table. And usually about 20 minutes later, I'm having like a stress, nervous panic attack breakdown. And now I'm screaming at my children. So our new plan, <laughs> especially when I know it's a day inside, is like, one activity at a time or one activity per kid um, and just making sure we're cleaning up as we go. Because I find those days, especially when I know I'm like locked in my house and the kids, it seems like a good idea to just let them run amok like, oh, whatever, we'll clean later. But it just becomes so much mess. I, you know, We live in a bit smaller spaces here in townhomes where I don't have a door. I can shut the mess away in. I would love a door like that, but we have no <laughs> current door where the mess can be in a different space than we are all currently residing in. Um, and so building that into kind of that schedule routine too. And sometimes I actually make my kids write it out like cleanup time um, as part of that schedule so that mom doesn't lose her mind. <laughs> We've also obviously got all the things that I'm sure you as a parent are aware of, you know, let them pull all the cushions off the couch and make a fort, do some baking with them, read those library books. We just read Charlie and the Chocolate Factory with our kids. And it actually, I've had not recognized how still they could sit while listening to a great story. So that gave me a lot of hope uh, for these kind of activities. The other thing that has been a real game changer for us, I mean, obviously there's screen time when you do what works for your family, but you know, sometimes my kids are playing, but they're just sort of squabbling or they're doing some arts and crafts, but they're whining. And Jen, the whining to me just grates on my brain and makes me want to tear out my eyeballs. But something that helps with that is audio stories that you can put on for them. So we have a Yoto, uh, a Yoto mini, which I really love. Um, I'm looking at it right now. Hello, Yoto. Uh, <laughs> and it actually just plays a little story on there that stops the squabbling sometimes. And they often will just sit and maybe they'll still be playing with whatever they've got, their toys or their blocks or their coloring or whatever it is, but they're listening. And so they're not talking. And that for me, if we're cooped up inside, even for a short amount of time, is something that I feel like I need to do to let my brain rest. And so the house doesn't descend into total insanity. We also discovered that there's tons of kids' audiobooks on Spotify. Uh, we were doing some long, long road trips in Ontario and driving between long destinations. And sometimes the kids' music, I can't even listen to another no. kid's song. I cannot I cannot let it go one more time. I have already let it go. I don't want uh, to talk about Bruno anyway. So why do we not have I to don't. talk about Bruno? <laughs> <laughs> but there are so many kids' books on Spotify. There's the entire Dr. Seuss collection. Um, I think the entire Robert Munch collection read by Robert Munch um, and all kinds of other audiobooks on there. So if you are a Spotify listener, and maybe you're listening to this on Spotify right now, um, check that out right now because I just took a quick kind of you know Google slash Spotify search and I was like, oh my gosh, there's hundreds of books. I'm already paying for this service. Hmm. I should get the most out of it. Um, and just pause hot tip. And if you're listening to us on Spotify right now, we'd love you took 10 seconds right at this moment to leave us a quick five-star review and hit subscribe wherever you are listening. Just helps to get the message out to even more people who might be cooped up inside for whatever their weather reasons are. We hope that whatever it is that's keeping you inside is going to pass really soon. Um, and we, you have all our empathy as you struggle with it. Today, I was inside with my kids for like 10 seconds and felt like I'd had too much. So if it's been multiple days where you are 
we understand that pain and we hope it passes really, really smoothly. Um, and wherever you are, no matter how hard this day is, we know that you're an awesome parent as well and that you're doing the best that you can for those kiddos. If you're listening to us on Instagram, we'd love to know what one of the reasons that has kept you inside with your kids lately, whether it's weather related or other personal circumstances. You can find us at Get Outside with Kids, where we publish audio clips of this podcast and other funny tidbits from our adventures uh, lately. Uh, our episodes go out every week, and we'd love for you to hit subscribe so that you can get the latest updates to your phone or wherever you listen to podcasts. And we are always looking for amazing and inspiring guests. Do you know someone, a family, a book writer, an author? or someone in the outdoor education space who would love to share their story about getting kids outside, uh, connect with us over on Instagram or send us an email and we'd love to get you on the show. That's it for this week. Tune back next week where hopefully we're leaving you tips for actually getting your kids back outside and having more fun with your family.